Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Constructor Criticism. This is episode 439. Today we're talking about goals. I'm your host, Heezy. My goal is to smile as much as Abe today. Good luck. <laughs> Must have joined by Mason. <laughs> wow, just joined by, oh, you know what, Spencer? For that, I'm not coming on another episode for two months. That's it. That's the line. I'll see you in two months. That's just true. See you in yeah. two months. <laughs> All right. Bye. Later. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's one way to pull the cat out of the bag or whatever is, uh, Mace, we'll see you in two months. Yeah, I got to go and take care of some work stuff and some life stuff. So I'm going to do that. We're doing this episode here for the New Year's. And then I'll be back the week after the Pro Tour that I won in philadelphia so and, then, and he's also a time traveler apparently yeah i'm actually the time traveler's husband it's the sequel to the hit book awesome awesome yeah well uh with that being said we are doing goals today and because of that we won't be doing we're not gonna be doing goals improving uh because we're recording episodes back to back there's no more patrons to shout out we do want to shout out our store or uh, that sponsors us gg lehigh head over to ggglehigh.store.com uh, they're the best. They really are. We mean it. I literally was there the other day because they're so great. Picking up magical cards. They had everything I needed for the magical endeavors. Uh, and they have what you need to. So head on over. Link in the show notes for the reference uh, link. And 10% off. You use the code CCMTG10. Man, I love GGBI. I also love the new shirts that I'm going to be ordering from our swag store. Link also in the show notes teespring.com slash ccmtg i'm gonna get myself a new ccmtg t-shirt mine's kind of old uh i need a new one guys what about you you're still waiting on that desk mat did you order one uh no i'm still waiting on myself to order that desk mat (laughs) (laughs) i want to order the cups but the the thing is is like i want to be clear that like we don't get to really dictate the price on these things in a lot of ways uh and those cups are sweet and i kind of want to buy a couple by myself some. Um, should we dive right into the main topic? Our goals for 2023. So I I did not put uh, many goals on this one. I didn't even put all my magic goals because some of them are a little more personal to me. I didn't think that they were as um, helpful to the podcast listener. But this is something that I do every year. I'll, I'll make some personal goals and some magic goals. This year I actually did even more. A little behind the scenes I did. Personal goals, magic goals um uh nerd dumb goals gaming goals all kinds of different stuff um but the two that i wanted to share about magic for the listener were i think going to be interesting to a lot of people uh, especially the first one because i did not read a non-mason clark article this year in magic um i found basically zero value in magic articles for a little while um and i don't have the premium that pvddr is on so I just didn't read Magic Articles this year. And uh, I think it, it hurt me in a couple ways this year. So my first goal is to read more Magic Articles in 2023. I think that there's a lot of value in digesting other opinions. Even if you don't agree with a Magic Article, just getting to view what other thousands of people are looking at in a format or getting other perspectives on the way a format looks, uh, it can be really helpful. And I think that uh, it's definitely something that I plan on doing. I actually plan on getting the premium to read PVDDR's articles um, and uh, continuing to read Mason Clark's articles. 
uh, as well as some others I have my eyes on. But it, I want to say on the show that you want to leave a comment on the YouTube channel, tell me who your favorite person to read is, I will probably check it out. Um, I, I think that increasing my like overall format and strategic knowledge uh, through reading is something that I'm interested in doing again. I used to read a ton of articles, um, so it's something I want to get back to. Yeah, I'm a big believer in Magic Britain content, and I've been exactly where where you are, Spencer. Actually, before I started writing for Star City back in, um, back in 2018, I was at this place where, like, for years, I just stopped reading articles. But not only is it just like kind of the upkeep of like knowing what's going on and what people are talking about in the metagame and what your average player, especially something like you know, an RC or an open, someone who else who's trying to prepare and is just trying to use all the resources available to them, what they know and what they're being told by reputable sources is really important. But one good magic article is worth reading like a hundred ones that don't do anything for you. The time you spend reading one good magic article, like for me, it's like Reed Duke's Thoughtseize article, um, the Sam Black big game, small game article. There are just some articles that come out that really just say something so impactful to you that they change like everything it's really worth it i'm glad it's a good goal for you so i think magic writing is is really good when it's good it's so funny one of the the easy game media discord overall you know, for all of the content on the on from the company somebody was asked a question about one of our episodes they were like you guys on this episode mentioned technical play like what is technical play magic i was like i know there's an article on this and i like found pd's article from 2012 on technical play plugged it in was like yep you should read this one i don't even need to know if there's another one this is the one you should read um and i reread it and i was like i missed this where where is this content i need to go back and find this type of content again and like it's kind of like what you said where it's like it's so worth it when you get that one so yeah and there's always pieces of that one if it, when you find a good writer who you really like like i think paula does a good job of it um, I think Mason, you do a pretty good job of it, but th there's always the nugget somewhere in there. That's like a little, little something that, that makes your brain tick in good magic writing. And I always try to put those in my articles as well. And when you find someone who really does that, you can really, really learn a lot and have a lot to think about. So I hope, I hope that's good for you this year, Spencer. If you read anything good, make sure to let me know. I will. Mason, you were going to say yeah. something? Was it not nah. other than promoting yourself? Were you going to say no? <laughs> No, you promoted me for me. Why would I need to be always in promoting when you're doing it for me? That's that's passive promoting, baby. That's like passive income. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I think magic articles. It's interesting. You, I, I was gonna say a bunch of stuff that's kind of similar to what you and Abe had said, but I'll set up on a different point. Of you mentioned like, oh, like I have to find that stuff. That stuff just doesn't exist these days in the same way that it did, you know, in like 2013, let's say to 2018, 2019. Like magic strategy and theory articles just honestly don't do numbers like basically at all unless they're from someone like pv or like that and so websites just don't want to do them uh consistently you know and they're kind of hard to find and i think uh what might be good for you spencer is checking out um some of the people that put up these patreon articles and like maybe doing it like some people do netflix where you like you wait a couple times and you're like, oh, you know, I've waited three months, you know, this person's articles, I'm going to go and read a bunch of those sure. and then, you know, go and support someone else. And like that way, if you do that every month or so, you know, you're still subscribing for a similar amount, but then you're getting a lot of these differing thoughts and these different opinions. And that is kind of where that stuff is going towards is this sort of like grassroots thing that you're always talking about as well. Um, and I think that's sort of where we're heading because the major corporations 
don't want to support this stuff. And I think there is a need and demand for it. And so I think, you know, third party people are kind of filling that need and demand right now. So. Awesome. Thanks for the input. I will actually check out some of that. There are some people that I already was thinking of looking at their patrons. So that's a good idea. Uh, become better at my coverage roles. You know, 2022 was full of changes for me. One of them is that I don't play 1Ks anymore. I do coverage for 1Ks or 1K pluses, 2Ks. And uh, the play-by-play -play role and the expert role are two things that I um, want to work on in both uh, just depending on who I'm doing the coverage with and being able to adapt as the, the main person on production and stuff. And I think that understanding what makes good by play, good play by play, and what makes good expertise, and when to do it, when to chime in, is kind of a, a big goal of mine next year. Um, I think that our last one uh, K had a lot better coverage because of uh, focusing on my roles the the previous month and, and talking to Patty about it and and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, also just from a production standpoint, like how, how can I make production that helps people um, and engage in the game and improve at the game? Those are, those are kind of my big magic goals for next year. So, uh, Abe, what about you? Yeah. So I was, um, I'm at time recording this, which is, we were talking about last week, but we're, we went back to back. And so this is still just after Christmas. I was actually with, um, my good friend Jonathan Sukenik over even just a few hours ago before I got home to, to record. Um, and we were actually talking about uh, recording this and I was talking about my magic goals for this year because I've recently had some pretty big um, changes in my life, the amount of time I can like commit. And so I was really thinking about seriously going back to the PT among other goals, but that's the one that I settled on. But something that came up in that conversation was more than just wanting to get back on the PT, but the importance of like how you set that goal. Because I'm someone who's really a North Star person when it comes to my goals. I like to set goals that are that are just kind of a statement and then let that guide the other things that I do to get to that statement. Um, and that's good for some things, uh, especially for things like I want to qualify for the Pro Tour, right? But it also means that if that's the only thing I do, was something that Jonathan pointed out, was that's the only thing I do, that I'm kind of caught in. I'm really going to have what, like the three RCs um, and, you know, whatever other events there are that wind up being able to qualify. Um, I'm really giving myself three chances in three magic tournaments. Is that really a realistic way to tie to my goals? And so um, he really encouraged me. And I did think of a lot about like, what is it that I want that to look like? And so kind of in line with what I talked about last week on what I learned about uh, what I need to do with my process from 2022 into just making sure that my process in order to qualify for the Pro Tour is more organized um, for myself, setting more clear goals and like doing more less of the North Star thing. And like, I'm just going to do a bunch of things that feel like I'm getting towards there. Something I could do when I had more time to um, more, more, okay, this is my goal. This is the event that I'm thinking about. These are the things I need to learn. Making a list of those figuring out, okay, what are the priorities on this list? How am I doing these things? And really just going through and doing a lot more due diligence on prioritizing my tasks and organizing my time around my preparation. Um, I think that will like really, really help with achieving that goal of getting back on the Pro Tour again, because it has been uh, has been a while. And I feel like right now I'm at 
uh, and in a pretty good place in my life to, you know, go back. And it's something I really want to do, especially as the system changes. And it's just been a really exciting time for Magic to really engage in what feels like uh, a really great time for it. So Are you that's my goal. I want to go back to the PT. And uh, I, I also really it's going to feel like a success if i work through the process in a way i haven't before really more granular way have you ever um looked into google objectives and key results um no you should it is really similar to what you're talking about where you have this objective that is maybe um it 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 goes into how to make um qualitative things quantitative in a lot of ways and what you do is you make this this goal, uh, this this North Star goal, really, um, that is able to then you build key results that are the results that mean that you've achieved this thing. So, like, let's say you you had a goal that was, I want to be a better Magic player, right? That's a nebulous. Like, how do I prove that? And then you have these key results that make up that the the things that if you're able to say that these results happened these key results then you're able to say that so being able like a really good example of this is like able to hold a conversation about uh key strategic things in magic with with so and so uh that could be a key result to prove that you're becoming a better magic player um anyway you should look into objectives and key results that really will as a person that's extremely process oriented um and results driven um it's it's a really good concept yeah, I really appreciate that, Spencer. Thanks. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mason, what about you? Um, a couple of things. So the first one is I want to get, I want to be great at attacking. I think I'm great at blocking, and attacking is sort of a lot of the times you know the inverse of blocking. But there's a lot of moments where I feel like I'm missing spots where I can attack with like a singular creature, um, and sort of just get in some chip shots and sort of do do better at that sort of thing. And so I, I want to be great at attacking because I think attacking and blocking is one of the most important things in Magic. And it's so much can... limited this year, Mason. I have to for the Pro Tour. So, you know, I, I got to be playing limited for the Pro Tour. It's a shame, I know. Uh, but, oh, no, you know, I just I, for this goal. Lucky. Like, the way to achieve this goal is just play limited. Oh, sure. I've just been playing, like, Mono White uh, and Pioneer. But, yeah. Sure. Like, the, the, like, there's a lot of different ways you can go about doing it. But you're right. Limited is, is a way to, you know, really improve at getting great at attacking instead of just being good at something. So that, that that's one of the, the big goals. Uh, sort of quickly on this one, I, I want to get good at commentary. Um, I think I'm like pretty fine at it right now. And it's something that I would like to get good and maybe great at someday. And so that that's a small one for me. Um, then the next one I have down here for kind of public consumption is proud of all my preparation for RCs and PTs. And I think it is really dangerous to tie how happy you are with the results exactly and this last year in magic i had a lot of really good results and things went really well that doesn't mean things will always go that way and you know if i put in more work or better work it doesn't mean it's going to happen and so the thing that i really want to focus on is being proud of my preparation so that when i go back it'll be like hey for this rcs and the pts i'm going to get to play are you happy with the amount of work you put in are you happy with your process how can you improve it and just you know make sure i'm proud of my preparation so that, you know, regardless of what happens, I know I put myself in the best scenario I could in that moment, uh, you know, to succeed at the thing I want to succeed at. Um, and then a, a part of that is to do more focus testing. Um, 
I think that playing leagues and jamming games has some purpose, but I basically always just do it with new decks and things that are newer and weirder uh, and less with established things because I just don't really need to do those. And I would like to focus on doing more focus testing of a specific matchup or, you know, just sideboard games or that sort of thing, where it's just, I want to try and understand what really matters. And if I'm going to play, be, be playing magic and spending my time with that, I want to focus more on doing it like that when it comes to testing. And so that's sort of being proud of my preparation is tied in that. So this is such a good goal. I think people, this has gotten lost in the sauce for a lot of people over the last few years, but uh, it's something that our testing team talked a lot about this, just the last two weeks that we, they, we wish that we had done more of this for the last RC that we just wish we did more of this in general. So I, I think it's a really good goal. Yeah, I think it's something that, like, in-person testing, which has kind of went away over the, the pandemic for some obvious reasons, one of the biggest strengths to having a team that you're working with or a group you're working with or even just an individual you're working with in person is the ability to really focus in ways you can't with online. Be that, I want to see how this matchup plays out if I just have this card on turn two, right? Like, should I be mulliganing to keep more hands that, like, play Renin 6 or an Esper Sentinel or whatever, you know, whatever that card is that you're concerned about? And seeing how those games played out as opposed to others, there's a lot that you can really shortcut with good testing in that way. And uh, yeah, that's definitely something that is a part of my my more detail oriented um, like process that I'm working on too, Mason. So maybe we'll link up. Maybe we will. But that is those are my goals for 2023. Awesome. You know, I knew this one was going to be a shorter episode, um, but I just want to you know say thank you everybody so much for listening in 2022. I hope that. You know, if you have any ideas for episodes that you think would be great in 2023, leave a comment. Let us know. Um, it, it really does help us show those YouTube comments. Also, subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button, um, and then review us wherever you're listening, whether it be uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever it is. Uh, it really does help the show out. You can check out the rest of the network. That be Sam Black on drafting archetypes, and Christian and Adam on common knowledge. Um, yeah, you can find me at Spins30H. You can find me every week on, uh, hopefully this year, every week on Need to Nerd, a podcast about just things that we nerd out about, as well as every month on Smash Through, an always improving podcast but getting better at Smash Bros. through the eyes of two really sweaty tryhards. Uh, what about you, Abe? Uh, you can find me over at twitter.com slash more nothings. DMs are open for coaching. I'll be uh, starting to book things. I have like one or two open slots a week. Uh, looks like right now, uh, starting for the new year. And yes, yeah, so you can hit me up. I'll, I'll help you with that. Uh, Twitter.com slash more nothings. DMs are open. How about you, Mason? You want to find me, you can go over to Twitter at Mason E. Clark. Go to twitch.tv slash the Mason Clark as well if you want to find that. Um, coaching stuff's going to kind of slow down here. So if you're not already in, uh, feel free to reach out to me. We can set something up for the time comes. But like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um i'm going to be gone from the podcast until after the pro tour and then i'll kind of be coming back and i'll be coming back to coaching and stuff like that too just with the way real life stuff and work stuff's all just working out i just can't do those things during this time so unfortunately it is what it is and i love doing it. i can't wait to get back to it here in late february and i'm going to miss you guys and miss the show but have that happening uh but i will still be releasing articles at card kingdom so that'll be kind of a place to find me if you're looking for that so you go to card kingdom each and every should be thursday still at that time and i'll be doing an article on something every week so well yeah and i just want to say like i think that it's important for us to give give mason the time that he needs and 
we just really appreciate you on the show and we can't wait to have you back when your time is to come back is here can't wait soon all right i think spencer's lying i think he's really just gonna enjoy having the reddest beard again <laughs> <laughs> we actually got somebody that get, that sent me i should post that uh where did somebody send me that they actually did give me the beard redness power rankings because abe said his beard was red he's like this is so easy it goes mason reddest spencer abe what is abe talking about i'm not saying i have some red i'm not saying i'm redder than you i think that's a ridiculous statement that i'm redder than you hold on i'm being i'm being misrepresented here and i'm kind of kind of kind of peeved about it well thank you everybody so much for listening if you want to make abe feel better and tell him how red his beard is you can do that in the comments you can do that on Twitter, and we'll see you guys all next week with another episode of Constructed Criticism.